Coffee Break Italian, Season 1, Lesson 40. Buongiorno a tutti e benvenuti a Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Mark. Io sono Katie, ciao! E io sono Francesca. Siamo tutti insieme. We're back together for this final episode in our first series of Coffee Break Italian. Francesca, come stai? Sì, sto benissimo. Grazie, Mark. E tu? Sto benissimo, anch'io. Grazie. E Katie, come stai tu? Io sono molto contenta di essere qui con voi. Perfetto. Well, here we are. It is the final episode of season one of Coffee Break Italian. And we are back from our trip to Orta and Stresa in the beautiful region of Piemonte in Italy. We hope that you've enjoyed these past few lessons in which you've been joining us when we've been in pharmacies and shops and uh, tourist, tourist information, information offices. Where else? Breakfast, hotels. Gelateria. Gelateria, mm, molto importante, sì. molto importante. <laughs> so we hope that you've been enjoying these lessons and that you enjoy also this lesson because we're going to be reviewing some of the things that we've done with a little more grammar, I suppose. Some patterns that we can reuse in Italian. Allora, siamo pronti? Sì, prontissimi. Iniziamo. Allora, Mark e Katie, eh, pensiamo un po', che cosa abbiamo fatto in Italia? Che cosa abbiamo fatto in Italia? Katie, can you work out what that means? What have we done in Italy? Benissimo, sì. What have we done in Italy? We've actually seen this construction a few times now when we were in various places in our conversations. Abbiamo is from the verb avere and we know that it means we have. For example, we could say, abbiamo una sorella, we have one sister. But we can also use it as part of what we call the perfect tense. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to look a little more at this construction. So, abbiamo, and then the other word, Francesca, that you used there was? Fatto. Fatto. And fatto is from the verb fare. We know what fare means, it's to do or to make. And therefore, cosa abbiamo, or che cosa, hai detto che cosa, no? Sì, non mi ricordo. <laughs> che cosa o cosa, tutti e due. Sì, sì, sì. So we can say either che cosa abbiamo fatto or cosa abbiamo sì. fatto. You could also say che. In the south of Italy they would tend to say che abbiamo fatto. There we go. Three opportunities, <laughs> three possibilities. Cosa abbiamo fatto or che cosa abbiamo fatto or... Che abbiamo fatto. <laughs> what have we done mm-hmm. in Italia? Sì, in, in Italia. Italy. So, let's think about how we could create some answers to this because there's a pattern that we're going to follow and we're going to stick to any verb that ends in are and we're actually going to stick to our regular verbs which end in are and we've come across lots of them already. Let's think about this a little now. What could we say, for example, there was that wonderful verb to taste or to try things. Can you remember what that was, Katie? Assaggiare. Assaggiare. It's a l- I, I think it feels like you're tasting something. Assaggiare when you're tasting something. So we tasted. We're going to make assaggiare into a different word. We're going to change that word to make it tasted instead of to taste. So with assaggiare, we'll take off the are and add ato at the end. So ato to make it into this what's called the past participle or in certain other parts of the English-speaking world, the past participle. There's not much difference. Anyway, it's the same thing. 
but we take are off the end of an infinitive and make it ato. So let's go back to our infinitive in this case. To taste was? Assaggiare. And now make that into our past participle. Is it assaggiato? Assaggiato. Okay, now we're going to combine that with our part of avere. And in this case, we're going to say we have, which would be? Abbiamo. So we have tasted. Abbiamo assaggiato. Katie, attenzione, assaggiato. One T. Assaggiato. Bravissima. So just watch that. It's always just one T in a regular verb at least. Mm -hmm. So it's ato, not something like, for example, the word for cat, which would be? Gatto. Yeah. Si, gatto. Or the word for dish or plate? Piatto. Perfetto, piatto. Okay, all of those ones bounce the T, whereas with our past participles of regular verbs, of are verbs, then we're using ato, just one T. Okay, so come back to our sentence. We have tried. Abbiamo assaggiato. Okay, and what did we try? Well, we tried the tiramisu of the mother of Francesca. Can you come up with that? Il tiramisu della mamma di Francesca? Sì, bravissima. Abbiamo assaggiato il tiramisu della mamma di Francesca. Oh, della tua mamma. Eh, sì, sì, in realtà è la mia mamma. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So we, we tried, we have tried or we tried the tiramisu of the mother of Francesca. Let's try, or the mum of Francesca more, la mamma, not sì, la ciao madre. Mamma. Ciao mamma. Ciao Anna. <laughs> okay, so let's come back and try the whole sentence again. We have tried or we tried the tiramisu of Francesca's mum. Right, Katie, let's hear it. Abbiamo assaggiato il tiramisu della mamma di Francesca. Bravissima. Okay, let's change our verb this time. Let's look at another are verb. Francesca, can you give us an idea? Sì, mangiare, ad esempio. Abbiamo <laughs> mangiato molto. No. <laughs> okay, let's use the then mangiare to eat. Katie, how would you say... We have eaten, or we ate, because it's the same translation. We have eaten lots of typical dishes. Okay, let's go back to just the we have eaten part. We're going from mangiare to eat. How would we say we have eaten or we ate? It means the same thing. Abbiamo mangiato. Abbiamo mangiato. So mangiare becomes mangiato. So we have eaten. Abbiamo mangiato. Lots of typical dishes. It's a little bit tricky because there's a lot to think about there, particularly with adjectives and agreements and word order and all that kind of thing. So let's think about a dish. Un piatto. Un, oh, careful. Un piatto. Un piatto. Okay, double T, un piatto. So what would be lots of dishes? Molti piatti. Good, molti piatti. Now, what's the word for Typical. Tipico, tipici. Well done, bravissima. Wow. <laughs> so we've got tipico, the, the, the singular form of that, but then when it's in the plural form, the tipico becomes tipici. Sì, come amico, amici. Perfetto. Okay, let's then have the whole phrase, we have eaten lots of traditional, or typical rather, dishes. Abbiamo mangiato molti piatti tipici. 
Bravissima, Katie. Abbiamo mangiato molti piatti tipici. Perfetto. Ok, and what else have we done? Che cos'altro abbiamo fatto? Che cos'altro abbiamo fatto? So what other things have we done? Mm-hmm. Ad esempio, we visited Lake Orta, Katie? Sì, abbiamo visitato sì. il lago d'Orta. Perfetto, bravissima. Abbiamo visitato il lago d'Orta. Each time we're taking the infinitive visitare, mangiare, assaggiare, and then dropping the are at the end and replacing it with ato, visitato, assaggiato, mangiato. So, abbiamo visitato il lago d'Orta. And what about, oh, now there's something we did. Uh, when we were at the farmacia, we explained that we had been out in the sun a lot and we had walked lots. Mm. Can you remember how to say to walk, Katie? Is it camminare? Camminare, yeah. So, how would you say we have walked lots? I think I remember you saying this in the pharmacy and uh-huh. you said abbiamo camminato molto. Abbiamo camminato molto. Perfetto, abbiamo camminato molto. Sei bravissima, Katie. Grazie, Francesca. (laughs) (laughs) Ok, now something else, Francesca in particular, qualcosa che hai fatto tu, is spoke with lots of people. Sì. So from the verb to speak, which is of course... Parlare. So how would you say we have spoken or we spoke with lots of people? Are you asking me or Katie? You'll probably know this, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Let's ask Katie. Okay, good idea. Oh, putting me on the spot. Um, so, parlare would become parlato. Mm-hmm. So, abbiamo parlato con molte persone. Wow! Sì, giusto. Abbiamo parlato con molte persone. Si potrebbe dire anche con molta gente. Sì, sì. Gente singolare. Ah, uh-huh. So, just watch that gente con molta gente, because gente means people. Mm -hmm. It's singular, but it means people. But if you want to say with lots of persons, as it were, Uh con molte persone. Esatto. In that case, that one's plural. Una persona, due persone. Sì. Perfetto. Okay, so we have spoken with lots of people. E qualcosa che hai fatto tu, Francesca. Oh, mamma. Tu hai parlato con molta gente con il microfono, no? Sì. So, how would you say... Uh, oh, let's turn this around a little, Katie. How would you say Francesca has interviewed some interesting people? Oh. I'll help you with some interesting people. We've not really done that. We've mentioned it. You would say, well, what, what would people be? We've spoken persone. About persone. So some interesting people would be delle persone interessanti. Are you sure? Ti. Ti, Okay. (laughs) Then the the singular of interessante ends in e, so the plural form ends in i. Of course. Interessanti. So, delle persone interessanti. But how would you say Francesca has interviewed some interesting people? Francesca ha intervistato? Molte persone interessanti. Perfetto, molte persone interessanti o delle persone interessanti. Sì, molto bene. Francesca ha intervistato delle persone interessanti. And notice what happened here, because we've got abbiamo, we have, 
But when it becomes Francesca has, it becomes Francesca a. And how's that spelled? H-A. H-A. Because it's the same as saying a una sorella, a due fratelli. A, H-A, means he or she has. Francesca ha intervistato delle persone interessanti. E ancora una cosa. Mm-hmm. How do we say we have learned lots? What's the verb to learn, Katie? Imparare. Imparare. So how do we say we have learned lots? Abbiamo imparato molto. Sì, molto bene. Abbiamo imparato molto. You definitely did. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a question now. Uh I remember quite a few people that Francesca interviewed said un sacco. Ah, Ah, sì, brava Katie. Un sacco di. This is a bit of a colloquial expression. We often use it in spoken Italian, not in formal or written Italian. And it means like loads. Literally, it's a sack of. A sack so, full. <laughs> uh-huh. So, ho mangiato un sacco di gelati, ah. ad esempio. I ate loads of ice cream. So, does that mean I can say, ho imparato un sacco? Sì, sì. If you are in an informal colloquial situation, that's, that's fine. And because you're young and, and cool, obviously, that's of just... Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Abbiamo imparato un sacco. Okay, let's see exactly how much you have learned, Katie, because it's time to put you on the spot. What we've done here, and you don't know anything about oh. this, we have prepared a list of uh, phrases, words sometimes, or more extensive phrases, and we would like you and our listeners to translate these phrases, sometimes from Italian into English, and sometimes from English into Italian. And all the phrases are taken from the lessons between, well, lesson 31 to 39. We've covered these in our, our, our conversations. We've talked about them. And now it's time to put you on the spot. Okay. Va bene? Mm, forza, forza. <laughs> Vediamo. <laughs> okay, Katie, the moment of truth has arrived. Sì, il momento della verità. Dun, dun, dun. Let's see how much you and our listeners remember. For each of these translation questions, we're going five translations from Italian into English, and then five from English into Italian. We'll give you some time to think. We'll give our listeners some time to think. And if you need some help, we'll be here to help you. Let's begin with number one, numero uno. Francesca. sei pronta, Katie? Mm, Più o meno. Forza. Allora, noleggiare una macchina è meno costoso e possiamo visitare... Molti luoghi interessanti. Okay, Francesca, let's hear that one more time. Okay. Noleggiare una macchina è meno costoso e possiamo visitare molti luoghi interessanti. Allora, Katie, can you give us a translation for this one? I'm feeling quite confident about this one. Bye. Um So I think Francesca said, we'll hire a car, it's cheaper, and we can see a lot of interesting places. Okay, let's go through each part of the sentence and make sure we know exactly what this means. Okay. Noleggiare una macchina. So what would that mean? To hire or to rent a car. Okay, so to hire a car. 
or hiring a car. Also, we can translate that by the ing form in English. Hiring a car. Oh, sorry. I thought Francesca said noleggiamo. We we will hire. We hire a car. Okay. In this case, it was noleggiare, the, the infinitive. So, okay, so to hire. To hire a car or hiring a car. È meno costoso. Is cheaper, is less expensive. Uh-huh. E possiamo visitare. And we can visit. Yep. Molti luoghi interessanti. Lots of interesting places. Perfetto. Wow, sì, brava. Let's hear the whole sentence again. Noleggiare una macchina è meno costoso e possiamo visitare molti luoghi interessanti. Okay, let's move on to number two. Numero due. La macelleria è chiusa la domenica. Let's hear it again. La macelleria è chiusa la domenica. Okay. Okay, so I think this is the butcher's or the butcher shop is closed on Sundays. Wow. Katie, veramente incredibile. <laughs> so the word for the butcher's is? La macelleria. And it's not aperta, but? È chiusa. And what day is it closed? La domenica. On Sundays, okay, in general, la domenica. Sì. If it were this Sunday, how would we say it? Domenica. Just domenica, domenica. questa domenica, esatto. So, la macelleria è chiusa questa domenica. It's closed on this Sunday Mm -hmm. or just domenica. But when we say la domenica, it means on Sundays in general. Bravissima. Okay, let's move on to number three. Numero tre. Domani c'è un mercato dove potete trovare oggetti di artigianato. Di nuovo, per favore. Domani c'è un mercato dove potete trovare oggetti di artigianato. Allora, Katie. Okay. So, I think it was tomorrow there is a market where you can find crafts. I think the last bit's difficult to translate, but crafts. You're quite right, yeah. Crafts, yeah. Ob- craft objects. It doesn't yeah. really sound right like, like that. homemade items? It's, yeah, homemade items. Okay, let's go through the whole thing. Okay. Domani c'è un mercato. Tomorrow there is a market. Dove potete trovare? Where you can find. Oggetti di artigianato. Craft. Objects, objects of craft. <laughs> Perfetto. Okay, excellent. Let's move on to number four. Okay, numero quattro. È una domanda. It's a question. Puoi separare i tuorli? Ancora una volta. Sì. Puoi separare i tuorli? Allora, Katie, sai cosa vuol dire questa frase, questa espressione? <laughs> sì, la mamma di Francesca taught me this word, uh-huh. So, I think the question was, can you separate the yolks? Can you separate the yolks? And can you remember the word for the egg white? 
Frulino, Frulini, Fri, Frulini. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it was Frulino. That was the mixer that you were using oh, to <laughs> to beat <rat>. things up. <laughs> but the egg whites. Mm, nope, it's gone. <laughs> albume. Ah, yes, albume. Okay, so can you separate the yolks? Puoi separare i tuorli? And we could add from the whites. Sì, dal, dall'albume. Dall'albume. Okay, so i tuorli, a very useful word, especially if you're doing some cooking in Italian. Sì. Okay, last one going from Italian into English, and that is a phrase that we encountered in a particular situation. Francesca, numero cinque, per favore. Sì. Non penso che sia molto grave. Nuovo? Sì. Non penso che sia molto grave. Allora, Katie. I think this means I don't think it's very serious. And the context was? When we were in the farmacia. When we were in the farmacia, that's right. I don't think it's very serious. Always a good phrase to hear. When and you're I in have the recovered fully for everyone who's worried and concerned, obviously. That's good to know. <laughs> so let's hear the phrase again. Non penso che sia molto grave. Okay, excellent. Now it's time to go from English into Italian. A little more challenging this time. Let's move on to number six. And you might want to note this down, Katie, okay? Okay. So number six, you're going to be translating. I need three stamps, one for the United Kingdom, one for Canada, and another one for Spain. I'll repeat that. I need three stamps one for the United Kingdom, one for Canada, and another one for Spain. Allora, Katie. Ho bisogno di tre francobolli. Okay. Uno per il Regno Unito. Brava. Uno per Il Canada, sì. E un altro per la Spagna. Perfetto, veramente. Okay, that's fantastic. Let's hear the whole phrase, Francesca. Ho bisogno di tre francobolli. Uno per il Regno Unito, uno per il Canada e un altro per la Spagna. Okay, perfect. Let's move on to number seven. And this is an Excellent phrase, a very useful phrase for whenever you're in Italy and you're assaggiando dishes and, and wines and everything like that, or you're about to assaggiare something. The phrase is, my mouth is watering. Allora, Katie, sai come si dice, my mouth is watering in italiano? O la colina in bocca. Ah, bravissima. Sì, sì, brava. Let's hear it again. O la colina in bocca. A lovely phrase, a lovely expression indeed. O la colina in bocca. Sì. Okay, let's move on to numero otto. This is a nice one. Francesca, what are we translating from English into Italian here? Good night and sweet dreams. Okay, good night and sweet dreams. Let's hear this in Italian. 
Katie, how do you say good night and sweet dreams? Buonanotte e sogni d'oro. Perfetto. Sogni d'oro. Can you remember exactly what that means? Dreams of gold. Dreams of gold. Exactly. Okay, moving on. A little bit more complicated this time. Numero nove. And that is, there aren't many of them on a Sunday. I'm going to say that again and I'll give you a little bit more information. We're talking about buses here. There aren't many of them on a Sunday. Okay, Katie, I'm putting you right in the spot here. There aren't many of them on a Sunday. We can talk about the different bits of it, but try it first. I think I need a nay here. So (laughs) I'm trying with non ce ne sono molti la domenica. Bravissima. Non ce ne sono molti la domenica. Whoop, whoop. Brava. There aren't many buses on a Sunday would be... Non ci sono molti autobus la domenica. Okay, but when we take out the autobus and replace it with of them, that's when the ne comes in. And we also, as you did, change the ci to a ce. Non ce ne sono molti la domenica. And you remembered la domenica on Sundays in general, not just domenica, this Sunday, questa domenica. Okay, bravissima. And finally, numero dieci. If you were planning a trip to Italy and you were thinking about all the wonderful food and wine that you were going to taste, how would you say, I can't wait to taste the food and wine of the region? I can't wait to taste the food and wine of the region. Okay, Katie. Non vedo l'ora. Di assaggiare il cibo e il vino della regione. Perfetto! Non vedo l'ora di assaggiare il cibo e il vino della regione. Now, I think this means, Kitty, that you got 10 out of 10 on this. Woohoo! Fantastic! Promossa. Promossa. Does that mean I've passed? <laughs> passed yeah. I believe that means that you're ready for Coffee Break Italian Season 2. <gasps> Graduated Season 1, ready for Season 2. Very exciting. <laughs> we'll come back to that in just a moment. Allora, è tutto per oggi. E... E per questa stagione. Per questa stagione di Coffee Break Italian. That's it for this season of Coffee Break Italian. Oh, it's so sad. Sono triste. Oh, che tristezza, mamma mia. Mm, mamma mia. <laughs> however, however, don't worry. There will be more Coffee Break Italian. I'm sure that's the question that's on your mind. We will be back for a second season of Coffee Break Italian at some point in the not too distant future. We can't say exactly when that will happen, but you obviously can keep track of things on our website at coffeebreakitalian.com and also on Facebook, on Twitter, and perhaps even other social media. But you'll find out all about that and you can keep up to date with all our news if you head over to coffeebreakitalian.com. Now, in the next season, we are going to be dealing with things a little bit differently because it's time to look at things perhaps more grammatically and help you to build a really solid foundation with your Italian so that you can use the language in the way you want and so that you can say exactly what you want rather than relying on some phrases. Of course, we've been doing lots of that so far with this season of Coffee Break Italian and we are sure 
that you have learned lots. Most importantly, we hope that you've enjoyed learning with us and that you stay with us on our social media channels and indeed in everything that we do between now and the start of season two. For now, I would like to say a huge thank you to Katie, her learner. Grazie mille, Mark, e anche Francesca. Certo, anche oh. Francesca. Grazie mille, mille, Francesca. Grazie, grazie a voi e a tutti gli ascoltatori, che sono tantissimi, veramente. Sì, soprattutto agli ascoltatori, perché sono veramente importantissimi. Sì, sì, sì. We are delighted that you have been enjoying this so much and we hope that you join us again for Coffee Break Italian Season 2 at some point soon in the future. Grazie molte e arrivederci. Arrivederci. Ciao. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.